0: Chapter Eight of Black Paul by Ben Ames Williams. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. When Black Paul boasted to the missionary that the men forward were so loyal they brought him word of Red Paul's talk to them, he spoke the truth. When he said there was not one of them who listened to the mate, he was mistaken. There was one, Spies. Spies had always received more than his share of rough usage the man was a natural target for harsh words and for blows furthermore he had not that fundamental good nature which made the others of the crew laugh at black paul's cheerful buffets also he lacked that sympathy of heart which dwelt in the others and let them see the despair which the captain hid behind his amiable violence Spies listened to red paul and listened assentingly Red made a dupe of the man, using him for his own ends. The mate hated his father. Also he feared him. He called down death in his thoughts upon the captain's head. But he would never have dared strike the blow himself. He might have done it a dozen times. Black Paul was careless of his own safety. He never wore about him one of the revolvers which were kept in the cabin. Darren was like him in this. But Red Paul habitually went armed. The captain trusted to his fists, and with some reason. He was the match of any two men aboard, saving perhaps his son in using those lean fists of his. Red Paul told Spies this one day. "'You talk and curse at him under your breath,' the mate said openly to the other. "'But what good is that? He masters you with his open hands. You can never touch him with them.' "'Remember, he told you to bring better than fists next time.' And Spies, gripping the wheel-spokes, said under his breath, "'Aye, and I will.' Red Paul laughed. "'You will thus, and you will so,' he derided. "'But you do nothing, save take what he gives, and mouth at him behind his back.' "'I will,' Spies told him. And he glanced at the mate sidewise. When I do, like is, you'll be on my back. Red Paul was past caution by this time, in his hatred of the captain. When you do, he said, I'll be left master of the deborah. I'll be at your back, not on it. And I'll see the log is entered in a fashion you'd like, when you do. Spies looked at him suspiciously. He was not a trusting man. When I do, he said sullenly, You can log and be damned. Then Black Paul came up from below, and Red moved away from the wheel, and the captain laughed at them both. That boast of Black Paul's, that his men told him Red Paul's whisperings, was in his mind next day, when old Flexer, who had sailed twelve years in Black Paul's ships, came to him. Flexer had been boat-steerer, and by the same token harpooner, in the boat of the lost third mate whose place had never been filled he lived with the other harpooners just forward of the cabin he and his fellows were neither flesh nor fowl they were not of the crew they were not of the cabin theirs was an intermediate status and they had privileges the crew for example never came aft of the try works except upon duties assigned them but the harpooners were free of the schooner from knight's heads to galley just at the break of deck there were three of them one was an islander and one was of cape verde flexor of new england stock kept himself somewhat aloof from the other two also he had his cronies forward he found an opportunity one day when red paul was below to speak with the captain and he wasted no words in the matter "'Black Paul,' he said, in the tone of an old friend rather than that of an underling, "'you're a bold man, and there's boldness in me, too. "'I'm minded to tell you a thing that will bring your anger on me.' Black Paul looked at the other with narrowed eyes. Then he chuckled, and warned the man, "'Best look sharp. I'm like to knock you the deck's length if I'm displeased with you. "'I'm a harsh man with my fists, Flexer. "'Aye.' said Flexer gently but not harsh in your heart sir black paul looked astonished you've marked that he mocked Flexer said stubbornly you mark this sir the mate means harm to you the captain's face set for a moment then he said cheerfully so i guessed in the cabin to other day when he tried to crush my innards in his arms ay i've heard of that flexer said but that was honest fighting fists and feet i'm meaning worse for a moment he thought black paul would strike and he guessed there was liquor in the captain but the master of the ship held his hand what worse are you meaning flexer he asked this said flexer that if the fools forward believed half he whispered to them there'd be a knife in your back in an hour black paul laughed aloud "'Fiddle, man!' he cried. "'I've had knives in every inch of me, back and front. "'They no more than let a little blood.' "'Red Paul would rather they let out a little life,' said Flexer. Black Paul flung the warning aside. "'Even Red can't always have his druthers,' he replied. "'There is the minister,' Flexer urged. "'And there is the girl. "'They shipped with you, on your ship, not Red Paul's.' and even if they had not even if they were strangers ashore even then black paul it would be for you to guard against this son of yours did i not curb him in the cabin i tell you no i tell you there is death in his eye for you and worse for them for her for her black paul twisted away and why not he demanded Why is she better than another woman, to be so guarded? Let her take life, rough as it comes, as others do. Flexer looked in his captain's eye, and there was flat condemnation in his gaze. Before his eyes the captain's fell. Old wives' tales, Flexer, he said mockingly. Forget them, and be still, man, be still. End of chapter 8